Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, melancholy elves with long lives, the result of what happens when the heroes save the day, fantasy world shenanigans, tons of flashbacks, and somber moments. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 445, Frerin Beyond Journey's End. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Hope your week has been amazing. Mine's been pretty cool. We've had a lot going on, and I've got tons of things to talk about in this episode because we've got some really cool licensing. More importantly, we've got a manga that I'm very excited to talk about. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin, or some podcasts and manga reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, is a weekly podcast where we talk about nerdy and geeky topics and tell you about them. Since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the synopsis, and more importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Pandora, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or you can tweet me at Spirekin. And last and not least, if you like what we do, you can support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy with tons of benefits for all of our different members. We have four tiers. Each one gives you access to things like behind-the-scenes videos, different podcasts that were never released, and more importantly than that, the videos, reviews that are live action. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, so let's actually get to it because... If you remember from last episode, I spun that one, that only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated to be reviewing a manga that was written by Kanahito Yamada and illustrated by Sukasa Abe. Now, this is published by Shogakuken, which means it's released over here by Viz Media. This was released in Shonen Sunday Comics, so it is not a weekly jump title, surprisingly, but it is a Shonen series. This originally came out April 28, 2020. It's still coming out now. There are six volumes, and this is an adventure drama fantasy series that is known simply as Soso no Firiren, or in English we have it listed as Furen Beyond Journey's End. And this is a high fantasy story. There are some tropes that show up, but this is not an Izakai. This is something very different. I thought it was an Izakai last episode. It's not. The premise of this is that after a 10-year quest, the heroes have finally defeated the Demon King and restored harmony to the world. The heroes' party, which comprised of Himmel, the human hero, Einsel, the dwarven warrior, Hyder, the human priest, and Frerin, the elven mage, have taken upon themselves to, since they are done, they're going to see what they can do in their life now. And from here, we follow Frerin, the elven mage, in her life after this event. Starting off with the era meteor shower, which they watch the night of their celebration, which happens once every 50 years, she makes a promise for them all to meet up again in 50 years to see it again, not realizing that the dwarf, the humans, will not age the same way she does, because for her, it's a blink of an eye. For them, it's a whole lifetime. So 
she actually comes back in 50 years and sees how humanity has changed. And her former companions have distinctively changed. Obviously, the two humans, Himmel and Heater, have become older. Heater, the priest, is an alcoholic, and for some reason, he's one of those old, stubborn bastards that's going to live forever. Meanwhile, Himmel, who is this handsome, charismatic young man who is the hero of the world, is now this short, Yoda-looking old man. And since he's a dwarf, Aizen has stayed pretty much the same. And they end up watching the meteor shower, which is a wonderful thing because it's the last adventure they're going to have and Himmel ends up dying. And with that death, Freren realizes that besides looking for magical knowledge, she feels guilty because she never attempted to learn more about Himmel. So she's going to end up finding out more about these different characters to express her feelings and just try to find the resting place of the souls where she could potentially see him again and give him a fitting farewell and tell her how she feels about him. That's her goal in this life is to do this while embarking on this journey with a young mage that Himmel kind of tricks her into training. So she has an apprentice now. And that is the story. It's following Freren with her elven nature and dealing with these periods of time that are called ephemeral you know it's they're fleeting and this saga is going to take place over years and years and we see characters that she's with getting older and older while for Freren it's a moment in time because what the audience has to understand is that Freren is an elf and she has an extremely long lifespan while all those around her are transient beings ones whose life flicker like that they're just a moment and she has to witness all of this this is reminding me of several other manga that i've read which deals with characters that are unable to age as they watch the world around them fall apart or rise up uh a good example is to your eternity fushi is a being that sees the world around him and sees death and love and life and fushi is a spectator and that is what's going on Freren is a spectator in everything going on and it shows how things change for example she goes to fix a seal that she set up 60 years ago because it's been 60 years since the quest began this evil demon comes up with his ultimate magic that can defeat anybody and when he uses the magic that's ultimate magic that could defeat anybody the magic is now happenstance Everybody knows this spell, and they know how to prevent it, so his power that made him omnipotent, super strong, is now weak and mundane. And we see her interacting with these characters, and more importantly, we see her interacting with Fern, her new apprentice, who is the person who helps us identify with what is going on. We see Fern as a young girl, and then by the end of the first volume, she's a teenager. So... And it's been three chapters, and she just zoops, and that is Freren's perspective. Is the chapter was like two days ago, and now she's a she's a grown up. Just goes so fast, and it's fascinating seeing her past with these other characters, dealing with them and their memories. For example, Himmel, her relationship with him, and how she does care about him, and how she wants to meet him again because. 
he was the self-proclaimed handsome man that saved the world and she cares about him. And then Heater, who, like I said, was this alcoholic priest who did the stupidest things possible. But he did have a heart of gold. Like, he adopted and found and raised Fern and tricked Farron to watch over her because he knew he was going to die. And Aizen, well, he's just an old, old dwarf who's still kind of kicking around, even though he's an old dwarf by dwarf standards. I think he's like 200 at this point, so he's getting really old. And we get other characters who are introduced as well, including Flame, the originator of humanity's magic, who is this mythical being that has been referenced as the master of Freren, someone that she is trying to find. And we have, um, well, I'm not going to spoil too much. However, the story, I really am engaged by this. Because it is something different in high fantasy. It is not the typical Isekai. Oh, superpowered being is going to save the day. Or, oh, there's a monster coming. We have to kill it and fight it. Or, dare I say, the berserk element of there is a unsurmountable odds that will constantly beat us down and we just have to survive. That's not what this is. This has nothing to do with the mission itself. This is after the mission. This is dealing with life and loss after an event happens. And I really like it. The The style is well done. The art is phenomenal. I enjoy how they show how Fern grows up, how they subtly change her at first, and then it becomes a very noticeable change, especially when she's learning magic. And also the differences in the design from Himmel as a young man and then Himmel as this old Fart, who is short, little, with a huge mustache. He went from this tall, charismatic guy who looks like a nobleman to little, short, bald man with mustache and cane. And showing all the other little details are so well done. Viz did an amazing job with this title, and I would love to see what they're going to do next with this. And I really think that this is one that deserves to have an anime adaptation. I hope that one is coming out because it is worthy of that. For that reason, I have to give Frerin Beyond Journey's End uh, our highest rating, which is really, really, really fucking cool. It's an amazing manga. I really do enjoy it, and I think it's one which anyone should read if they're a fan of high fantasy, adventure, and life in general. It's If you like To Your Journey, you're going to love this. That's what I would say. This is different, and there is some action, like there's some monsters show up, but at this point, Freren is kicking all their asses. She's so overpowered, but it's not like overpowered, like, I could defeat anyone, ha 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 No, it's a, for her, it's just how she is. She's just that good. She just, she studied, she put the time in, she spent decades studying. So she knows her magic inwards and outwards, and she thinks she's not good enough, but she is that good enough. It is the, I hate to use the reference, the last dragon sentiment of you are the master. You just don't know it yet. And that's what it is. It's she's the master. She just doesn't know it yet. And she uses her, her magic for so many things. I think her best ability is that her favorite spell creates a beautiful flower garden that she uses to 
resurrect this flower that was near Himmel's grave. It's a flower he was obsessed with that was only in one area of the entire land. But yeah, that is my feelings about this manga. Now, if you've read this, let me know what you think. Uh, email me at zanspyrokin.com or tweet me at Spyrokin. Now, if you go to the Patreon, I'm actually going to be showing images of the manga as well. So definitely check that out. Now, with that in mind, uh, let's get to the manga releases for the week. And now, note some places will not honor these dates. They will have released these earlier, so they may already be out. But for yesterday, we had 29 licenses. And I've got to say, all these are really fun and cool. First off, we got Akira Toriyama's Manga Theater of the Manga. We have Call Girl in Another World, Volume 3. Call to Adventure, Defeating Dungeon with a Skill Board, the manga, Volume 3. Chainsaw Man, Volume 8. Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, Volume 9. Dungeon Dive, Aim for the Deepest Level, Volume 2. Emma Dreams of Stars, the manga. Failure Frame, I Became the Strongest and Annihilated Everything with Low-Level Spells, the manga, Volume 3. Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Edition, Volume 15. I believe this is the second-to-last volume of that series. Gonna have to wait and see. We have Hitomi-chan is Shy with Strangers, Volume 2. Jujutsu Kaisen, Volume 13. Kaguya-sama Love is War, Volume 21. Kaiju Number 8, Volume 1. One Piece, Volume 98. Orient, Volume 6. Queen's Quality, Volume 13. Roll over and die. I will fight for an ordinary life with my love and cursed sword, the manga, volume 2. Rosenblade, volume 1. Sayonara Football, volume 7. Semoparis, volume 1. Shaman King, the Omnibus, volume 6. This is volume 16 to 18 of the original manga release. Superwoman in Love, Honey Trap, and Rapid Rabbit, volume 3. The Strange Adventure of a Broke Mercenary, the light novel, volume 3. Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Otome Games is Tough for Mobs, The Light Volume, Volume 4. UQ Holder, Volume 24. We Never Learn, Volume 19. When Will Ayumu Make His Move, Volume 2. Yakuza Lover, Volume 3. Yon of the Dawn, Volume 33. Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games, Volume 2. So those are the manga releases for the week. So for me personally, the ones I'm excited about are We Never Learn, Volume 19. Yakuza Lover, Volume 3. Shaman King, Senel Paris, Volume 1, Sayonara Football, Kaiju Number no. 8, Kaguya-sama, Hitomi-chan, Full Metal Alchemist, and Chainsaw Man. Those are what I'm excited for. What about you? What are you excited for? Let me know in the sh show notes, or you can email me personally at zan, that's xan, at spyrokin.com. So, as usual, I'd like to thank everybody who is listening. You are all awesome, and I appreciate each and every one of you. I'd also like to send a special thank you to my Patreon members. You guys are the best ever. I think you're all awesome, and I've got something really exciting planned for an upcoming episode. So if you are a member of the Buongiorno and Higher tier on the Patreon, definitely stay tuned for something really awesome on the website. So think. That's it for this episode. Oh, wait, no. I should get to that part you we have all been waiting for, uh, which is the part of me just saying I'm going to be here as long as I can, going to do the best I can, being the best manga reviewer ever and the best recommender ever. And how am I going to recommend my next manga? Well, we're going to get to that part you've all been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, the...
Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is the Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've signed a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to do some spin, that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that spot is the one I review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 446. Wow, we are almost at 450. Crazy, right? So I'm excited to see where we are going to go next. And we've got some great titles on here, including two, count them, two from this week's new releases. Now, the one I'm personally hoping for is really, well, it's got a really strange title, but we're going to get to that in a bit if I spin it. But let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Number one. So in the next episode, I'm actually going to be reviewing one of the new ones that's on the list, but one I did not expect to be getting. It is a manga that looks completely insane, and that is going to be a Shonen Jump Viz title. Yes, what are we talking about? We're talking about Kaiju Number 8, written by Noya Matsumoto. Is it going to be good, or is it going to be complete trash? Well, we're going to have to wait and find out for the next episode. So, guess that's it, as usual. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you listen tomorrow, you're going to be getting the latest manga news. And I'm your Hosan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later.